Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the channel. And today we have got Colin joining us from San Diego, California. So Colin drank for about 15 years and he recently just reached three months without a drop. Uh, and he's been crushing it. I, I've not seen him for a while, so he looks like a totally different person right now, which is nice. Uh, so he works in sales management. He's, he's ex-military. He's a husband. He's a father. And he's agreed today to come on the channel. He's going to share his story with you guys, keep you inspired, keep you motivated. Uh, so, so glad that you could make it, Colin. And thanks a lot. And uh, good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you, Aon. Thanks. So, yeah. First question, Colin, is what was life like before you got started with the program? Well, I think, I mean, it comes in stages, right? Before I started the program, early stages, first five years, felt like I was crushing it. Not really a problem. Nothing suffered. My relationships were good. My health stayed pretty good. Um, work was going good. And then, you know, into second stage, those five to 10 years, things are starting to suffer, but you're in a little bit of denial. Like things seem okay. That's not the problem. Helps me relax. And then in the end stages is when I think for me, was really the wake-up call. My relationship with my wife was suffering. My health was definitely suffering. My relationship with my kids was not great. Energy levels were down. Uh, was gaining weight in all the wrong places. Just, just feeling my age, just feeling old. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much what it was like before. So interesting. So for you, first five years, was was kind of okay and then it just kind of started slowly going down until you were like something's got to give yeah yeah and i think you, we all i mean i can't speak for everyone but for myself you reach a point where you know in your heart and in your soul that it, you need to quit and now it's just a matter of how you have that conversation with yourself mm. about when are you actually going to quit and how are you going to go about doing it mm. yeah so true so what was your drinking like specifically? Like, so, so how much did you drink? How often? Yeah. <laughs> well, it started, you know, in those stages that I talked about. Um, early on, it was pretty solidly wait till all the kids are asleep and then pour a couple cocktails in the evening just to relax. It's been a hard day. Nobody really is asking anything of me. So, you know, that's how it was in the beginning. And then it progressed into starting a little bit earlier in the evening and having a little bit more. And then it progressed into starting during the day and uh, having way too much. Um, so that, you know, that <laughs> it got bad. It got really bad for me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, what have you done to like over the 15 years, like what attempts did you made to stop drinking and what methods and what have you tried? Yeah. I mean, I, the, really the only thing I tried, uh, you know, in the last couple of years before I actually quit was willpower. Wasn't going to do AA. My brother, my younger brother uh, has been in AA for probably 20 years and he's relapsed. I, I don't know how many times. And just to hear him 
explain what he gets out of AA. I mean, I'm not here to talk down on any programs. Um, they all work for some people, but for me, I hated the idea of being labeled a recovering alcoholic. Like I didn't want that label for me. So mm. I didn't really try anything except willpower on the probably three or four times I, I really tried to quit. And how, how successful were those attempts? Like how long did you go? What did it feel like? I mean, I, I think I, I think I quit knowing that it wasn't going to be a permanent decision for me. I think every time I quit, it was to get uh, my wife to, to find favor in me again and for my mm -hmm. kids to, to say, okay, dad, you quit. But in my mind, I kind of knew I'd always come back to it. It wasn't really a decision where like, I need to make a life changing decision. Um, and so I, for me, willpower alone just is a failure because you're, you're never really addressing the reasons that you like to drink. Um, and we'll, we'll probably get into those, you know, what those were for me. Yeah. Well, so what do you think they were for you? I mean, truly, I think it was ritual for me. It was just part of my routine in the evenings. And then obviously, you know, uh, increased uh, during the day. So the habit of it, um, which is there's comfort in that when, you know, you, you do things the same every day, the same way you kind of find comfort in that routine. And then the cravings, like, uh, you know, the times that you do decide to quit, um, you, you crave it, you know, you're like, there, there's that craving and you talk yourself into, you know, to doing it again, this time it'll be less, this time I'll be able to manage it. Um, but yeah, I think the, the cravings are, are a big part of, uh, of the difficulty in quitting. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah. So, well, what made you decide to join the, to join the program, Colin? So I did a lot of research and a lot of Googling and a lot of YouTubing and nothing really felt right. Um, until I came across some of your um, videos on YouTube. And um, you, you just personally struck me as a young man that had faced a similar challenge earlier in his life. And all the things that you said uh, really resonated with me and really made sense for me. So I, you know, did the application through the, the portal, I think, on YouTube. And you got right back to me. And I actually couldn't believe it was you that I was talking to. I thought I'd get some you know, staff member or secretary or administrative assistant, but you, your face popped up on the screen and we had a really nice conversation and um, you got me all the information and modules and, you know, that, that really started, started the road for me. Mm. So, so how has it been different this time then, since you've gone through the program, like how is it different to the previous times that you tried to stop in the past? I think the first one is it really was an emotional commitment on my part to quit. Like it, it was visceral for me. Like I knew it was time to quit. I'm 61 years old. The kids are getting older. My health was failing. And I really just looked at my life and my future. And I knew that I might not be around or healthy enough to see grandkids or do the things that I, you know, um, continue to enjoy. Mm. So your program was so helpful for me because intuitively, you know, that alcohol is bad, you know, that, but you, but the, but the sober clear program really 
helped me understand what alcohol was. And once I really understood what alcohol was and the societal pressures and the social pressures, once I really understood that, it really was easy to quit. It really, really was easy to quit. Yeah, people say that a lot, that they, it's almost like everything they get taught in the program confirms what they knew, but nobody had ever told them before. So they kind of thought that their ideas were their own, but they, when it gets confirmed by somebody else, it's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, it's for sure a confirmation, but it's layers below what you know. Like, yeah, alcohol's bad for me. But through the program, you understand, like, it's not just bad for you, it's a poison. And then you start really kind of digging into, you know, the modules and understanding what's suffering in your life and how those things will be better. And all of a sudden you're starting to feel hope and you're starting to feel like I can do this and this makes sense. And there's other people in the community that have fought this, you know, and battled and won. And then obviously the support from you and, and all the information, it was, it was easy to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Why, why do you say it's been easy? Well, I, I, the first few days, week, 10 days was not easy. I'll be honest. It, it was easy. That takes some, uh, some resolve on your part, takes support, some support from people you, you love. Obviously, sleeping is interrupted a little bit. Your routine is interrupted, so the cravings are there. But pretty quickly, you notice some dramatic improvements on the things that have been suffering in your life. Like for me, um, very quickly, I started to lose weight. You know, when, just before I quit, you know, I'm a healthy guy. I played basketball in college. I surfed. Um, and I just was, you know, looked in the mirror and I just had this fuller face and I had age spots and my belly was a little bit big. So literally within the first week, I could already feel like some of those things were changing for me. And that reward that happens really quickly are things that just build and get better for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's the longer you're going, the more reward you get, the more confirmation you get on your decision. And then it's just all positive. It just steamrolls into this positive thing for you. Love it. So, so what have been some of the biggest changes in your life then, Colin? <laughs> how, how much time you got? Dude, as long as you need, go for it. <laughs> well, my relationship with my wife is, I mean, just a, a 180 degrees. Um, it, it was, it, it's just been phenomenal. Um, for me, I can't speak for all men, but I think that men really want to be adored by their wife. Like you want to be adored. You want your wife to look at you and say, God, that's my husband. I love him. I respect him. And so I was losing that. And that hurts as a man when you're losing the adoration. All she feels for you is disappointment. You're not living up to really the, the person that you want to be. So relationship with her, first of all, is just phenomenal right now. We went to uh, Greece within, I think it was two weeks I had been on the program and you and I had had a conversation. I, mm -hmm. I felt a little bit challenged. Like I'm going on three catamarans with 10 couples to Greece where alcohol was going to be probably 
second to sightseeing was going to be the most important thing to all those people on the trip. And how was I going to deal with that? Um, and I did fine. I, I didn't have a drink. I'd already accomplished enough positive things that I felt like I'm not going to go backwards. I've already come this far. Um, so the, the relationship with the wife, the time in Greece we spent together, um, my relationship with my kids, um, I lost 20 pounds without really changing too much of my lifestyle. I mean, I always worked out. Obviously, I'm working out more now because I have more energy. But 20 pounds is dramatic. You know, I get compliments pretty regularly now. And, you know, what are you doing? Like, you look great. My skin complexion is better. Uh, my muscle tone is better. Blemishes that I had are gone. Um, work is better. Like everything that you measure yourself against is just better in my life right now. Man, it's, it's, it's insane. And you, you, I said it when we just started the call, but like, you're like a different person. Like even your energy on this call is totally different to the person I first spoke to. It's like uh, night and day no, in a good way. Yeah. Thank you. So for you, it's, it's the relationship with your wife is better than ever you know, relationship with the kids, your holiday was fine. You've dropped 20 pounds. People are giving you compliments. Uh, work is better. Skin complexion better. Blemishes have gone. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm a, a spiritual person. The biggest thing is I'm proud of myself. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy with the decisions I made. And for years and years, if you're telling yourself, I'm going to quit, and then you don't, you really lied to yourself. And if you're lying to yourself about something, then you see yourself as a liar. And I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be somebody that I, I, I want to be the best version of me and, and feel proud about who I was. And so I think that's the first thing, because from there, everything else is impacted positively. If you, if you don't feel good about yourself, how are you, how are you going to feel good about relationships or feel good about your health or feel engaged in your mm -hmm. career? Those things suffer when you don't feel good about yourself. And it, it's so true what you say, because you, when you break these promises that you make to yourself repeatedly, it's just another hit to that self-esteem, right? Like yeah. you promise your family, you promise yourself, I'm not going to drink anymore. And then boom, you slip up and it's like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. So, terrible feeling. So, so true. So like, if, let's say, Somebody was skeptical, right, about joining the program. Uh, they, you know, they watch this like, I don't know, man, I, I think I might do it, but I might not. What, what's one piece of advice you'd give to them, Colin? I mean, I, I would say if you're really, if you've really hit that point where you want to quit, then invest in the beginning. Remember our initial conversation? I was like, well, I'm not sure I want to invest all my time into this? Can we just kind of baby step it? And I would say, even if that's how you approach it, like you just want to see, like invest at least enough time to give it a real try. The reward will be very, very quick. There's no doubt in my mind. I would, I would tell anybody, just invest that initial time to see and you, it, you'll be proven right. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.